Hobie and Ashley, as we get into this podcast, today's content was actually um, pretty eerie, but nevertheless, it had to be tackled. We bought a book that was all about death. We presented it to my parents. There are a lot more details in today's show than what I'm giving you right now. Yeah. But uh, but it'll all make sense as you listen. Yeah, why the book's called I'm Dead. What now? <laughs> That's in the <laughs> podcast, but also to a lot of the talk today with Sam Hunt, his divorce news, and the interview we found from him in November. That's in today's show and a new second date update. Yeah, and Ashley's leaving us for three days as she goes to the country radio seminar. So you'll hear all of that in this show that starts right now. Okay, so this morning we have some inspiration after Ashley went to visit her niece, who uh, was one of three kids from her school invited to be part of this choir. Yeah, it was an all-county chorus over the weekend, and it was the coolest thing because, sure, you see all these kids taking part in the music, you know, and theater and arts and, and being active in it, but it's the people that take their time, the teachers, the administrators, that there were rehearsals leading up to it because there were probably a couple hundred kids involved, whether they were in the chorus or they were playing an instrument. Wow. And they had to, what, I think it was a week or two, they had to all rehearse to get together because they're not in the same school. So right. the, the choral teacher, the drum teacher, there was a, a section, the ORF section, which if, if you don't remember that, it's like where you hit, you have the two uh, pallets in your hand and you kind of hit like a xylophone. The bells, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, and the the excitement and the enthusiasm from the teachers who go above and beyond, not only teaching their normally normal classes, but then the things like this, she was so excited. And my niece, I know, will remember this teacher for a very, very long time. Uh, you know, you showed me a video and I, I saw that teacher along with the other teachers who were helping. But you know how you how you see uh, a band director get really excited? Yeah. The students get excited because of that band director. For so sure. uh, to those of you out there that you volunteer your hours, uh, shoot, even if you get paid to put these kids in a spot where they can feel uh, super confident mm-hmm. to you this morning, you never know who you're. Uh, affecting as the domino effect happens, you know? From Moby and Ashley, the national anthem. <laughs> Dustin Lynch. That's K92 3 music. It is Obi and Ashley here on K92 3. We're at 62 right now. Good morning. Um, so here, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna flat out put it out there. The talk of death. Mm, great. Right? Nobody, nobody wants to talk about death. No. Um but my wife and I have come to a point where we realize that uh we're we're at the age. Where it's time for us to start thinking about stuff like that. Uh, you know, we had uh, uh, one of our parents had a little bit of a scare with a, a, almost like a heart attack situation, which kind of ramped the entire family into, okay, if something were to happen, are we prepared for this? Yeah. And the, and that situation, by the way, was a little while ago. Everything was okay. So it yeah. wasn't really discussed on air for anyone that's like, oh, no, what happened? But but what you guys did in this book that you bought... Obi, Obi brought in the studio. I'm going to post it to the Obi and Ashley Facebook page so you can see the cover. Yeah, what, the title says, I'm dead, now what? <laughs> yeah. And so basically this book that we found at a bookstore, this book helps you organize all the important things, right? So uh, passwords, for instance, if my parents were to pass, okay? And and mom, dad, I'm sorry if you guys listen right now. This is just, you know, this is community radio though. Yeah. Um, if your parents were to pass, do you know their passwords? Do yeah. You, do you know who they would want to be at the funeral. Do you know who they would want to be contacted uh, in the event? You know, so I, I'm unfortunately, my wife and I, we looked at each other after, after after getting this book. We had this book in our hands because the title, you know how you look at a book's title and you're like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, then we opened it up and we we're like, wow, 
We don't know this stuff. We don't know what my parents owe. We don't know their bank account information. Uh, if something were to happen to them and their house, their house would go into probate. Uh, for those people who don't know that scenario, uh, that that is a, a legal term, you know. So, so those legalities, we don't know. Well, and that's a, that's the other thing is, did they like? Did they? Did your parents have anything like a will or a living will or whatever that a lot of people don't think about until, unfortunately, yes, we're talking about right. death, until death comes. So, one of my best friends, her father passed away a few years ago. And it was like, you know, he made sure he had plenty. I mean, now granted, he had cancer for quite a long time, so they had time to think about this stuff. Yeah. But he made sure he had it all sorted because he did not want anything happening within the family of who's going to get this and who's going to take care of that. So this book, do, do your parents... How they first of all, they, it was like a surprise. It. Yeah, because we were like, uh, "Will you have lunch with us on Sunday at Longhorn Steakhouse in Winter Garden?" And, and you they didn't like, even give a heads up of what you were talking about. <laughs> well, because I didn't want. I, I think I just wanted to have a real honest conversation. Nobody prepped for it except for, for us, you know, <laughs> just because I, this is a hard conversation to have, well, especially with people who are alive and, and, and healthy. Isn't that interesting, though, that people have no problem signing up for a wedding registry and telling people what they want when they're alive? But the reality <laughs> oh is, no, because you're right, nobody wants to face death and nobody wants to talk about it. I mean, especially when you're talking about your own parents. Yeah. Yeah, so there are things like, uh, you know, who gets what. Uh, not that my brother and I are going to, and we're only a two-sibling pair, right? So it's only my brother and myself. So it's not like we would go into some crazy uh, argument or war. That over- you think. That's what everyone says. That you think until you realize people's huh? true colors start coming out when things like this happen. You know what? Maybe you're right. I mean, right, I, I, I hope not. No, no, no. But, but I mean, that that is a point. So 844 254 9232 would love to know how you handled this if you had to have this kind of a talk with your parents if you are a parent or if you're somebody who's up there in age and you're trying to make these decisions again nobody wants to talk about it how did but your it parents is a thing. receive it though how did they actually they they in the beginning they were shocked uh by the end of the conversation they were very thankful that we would even think to do this that we would think of their lives of their afterlife yeah. that we would think of that and how to steward that properly. I how think, to- too, because there's things in that book that are more than just who's going to get the materialistic type things. It's not even about that. It's about, like, the funeral. It's about, you know, how do they even want to be buried or yeah. do they want to be buried? It's very specific questions in that book. Well, and it was cool. It made you fill out, too, like, you know, the, the people who you want at the funeral. Like, what are their phone numbers? What are their addresses? So this way, my brother and I don't have to do the, the detective work, that's, you know, yeah, if, if that were depth. to happen. So, uh, okay, looking for uh, any details if you're one of these families who's had to deal with this or you're dealing with this right now, would love some wisdom. 844-254-9232. Obi and Ashley, K92.3. The wife and I found a book at the bookstore that's titled, I'm Dead, Now What? And it's all about the preparations for yourself after you die. Well, and so Obi and his wife took it to Obi's parents and there's questions in there like, you know, who do you want at your funeral? All these types of things you don't normally talk about. And, you know, and some people get left with no idea of how to handle whether it's one of their parents yeah. passing, maybe maybe a, another family member. So we're going to you for some advice on this. 844-254-9232. Hey. Good morning. How are you? Doing fantastic. Who's this? Where are you calling from? I'm Heather from Orlando. Good morning, Heather. All right, Heather. How did it go for you? Actually, my mom went and took care of everything already. They paid for all of the arrangements as far as the funeral, they went and picked out their caskets. Wow. Um, they took care of all of that stuff. That way, my brother and I don't have to worry about that. Wow. Yeah. You know, and that's something a lot of people, I think, just aren't proactive on because most, m- many people don't want to face 
that reality, even though it's part of all of our lives. It's going to happen to all of us at some point. It's just one of those morbid thoughts that... But that, that's thoughtful of your mom to be looking out for you and your son. That, I mean, yeah. your brother. That's Absolutely. what I was going to say. I was going to say yeah. I was very considerate of her. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to think about. And, I mean, uh, me being a parent now, I don't even want to think about that with my son. But it's definitely something that has to be talked about and figured out. And, yeah. Well, good deal. Well, I appreciate you chiming in. Yeah, it means a lot. Of course. I love you guys. I love watch, uh, listening to you guys. I uh, follow you guys on social media. Thank Ashley, you. I love your clothing line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Parker McCollum on K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. We're having a really interesting conversation here. As the wife and I, we found this book. It's called I'm Dead, Now What? As you open through the pages, it has a lot of preparation stuff that I, I would have never thought about. For instance, if I were to pass... Uh, I don't, you know, my, I would have to rely on my wife to, to know all my friends to invite them or to alert them of my passing. Yeah. Right. This book gives you an opportunity to fill out all that stuff. So this way, uh, for my brother and myself, we could reach all these people if we had to. For your parents. I was just going to say that. So if anyone just started listening, OB sat down with his parents about this, but you just made me think, like, what's to say that everybody shouldn't have this book no matter what age because everyone says you never know what can happen just because they're older you just never know but then if you're a certain age like okay I'm 34 if I get this book now do I do one yearly if things change oh wow but because inside this book it's actually when Obi brought it in here I did post a picture of it so you can see what he's talking about I've never seen a book like this. Yeah, you can put your passwords in there. You know, th- this is great. This is a great conversation because even even as I started and I brought myself at, as as an example, you're right. I didn't think that I need a book. Right? You know, does my wife your know kids. all my passwords? You know, uh, does my wife know all the all the different accounts that I'm set up in? And what have you guys? That's so interesting because have you and your wife ever talked about like what you want when you guys die? Do you want to be buried? Do you want to be cremated? Or have you only focused on your parents? Yeah, we've only focused on the parents. You Isn't know, I, and and crazy? and right now you bring up something very very true. I don't know about my wife's which wishes. I, I've made it very. Uh, very open that I want to be cremated. Just, just turn me to dust, throw me out there. I don't care. I'm, I'm gonna be in heaven. I'm, I'm fine. Right. Uh, but some people want the, you know, some people have wishes, and that's what we're getting to. And this is also to help uh, with the rest of the family. Ralph, what were you saying? Oh yeah, dude, you, you, you made the right decision by having this conversation with your parents now, because uh, me and my family did not do this. And then when one of my parents died, we got into a massive fight. Mm. All of us. Like, we couldn't agree on anything. We fought over the car. We fought over the house. We fought over what we were going to do with their body. It's just, oh, my God. Wow. And I still don't talk to my brothers. Damn. First, I appreciate you giving us the advice. And second, man, I hope you get a chance to call your brother and and try to repair some of that. But thank you for the wisdom. Don't you think it's interesting? Because it it might not be something people want to talk about. But then, like, you've experienced it. And you're saying... Would would you advise other people to do this? Oh yeah, totally. Because you know we just all assumed we were going to get <laughs> everything, and there was not enough to go around. And ugh. wow, we tried to guess our parents' wishes. And sometimes parents don't even have it written down. Yeah, no will, no nothing. Well, Russ, I appreciate you chiming in this morning, man. I'm sure there's someone out there who can relate. No, my pleasure. So okay, we've been talking about my parents, Brandy. You said you had some advice. Okay, so, like, personally, I don't think I could do it. Like, if my parents started talking about it, I would just really 
freak out. Like I, I, I can't think of losing my parents. I can't think of the idea of this of having to do everything for them. But on the flip side, like I sold graves, and so what? I advise people to buy things pre need. But for myself, like I couldn't do it. Wait a minute. So you sold like a uh, like land, like plots. I did. I sold plots pre need and at need. So like I would tell people I pre need. I've never heard that before. Pre need wow. or at need. <laughs> yeah. So it's like at need is like you know they're dead, so they have to have it right now. Oh but sure, on, alive, on demand. Pre need. Oh my right? gosh. And it's pre need. So it's always like so we advise you to it's cheaper to get it pre need because the ground. The prices go up, like inflation. So as inflation goes up, the, the price of the dirt goes up. Oh, my so like, gosh. So, yeah, it's, so it's serious. So, like, planning beforehand is really good, but I just couldn't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't be the one to do it for my parents. I was just going to say two things. Parents. I can totally relate to you on not wanting to have that conversation, but I totally see how it's so important. And I feel like every family right. should do this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I couldn't do the, do the <laughs> one. I couldn't listen to them. If they started talking, it would be over for me. So I don't know how you handled it. <laughs> I would be in like, tears. <laughs> oh, yeah. It- it's totally a, a sad subject, but nevertheless, I, I'm trying to muster up the maturity to tackle it. So Because I, it is reality at the end of the yeah. day. It's, it's real finances. It's real things. Like, what do you want? People don't want to talk about death. It's not something people like to talk about. But when you talk about not wanting to leave your family with all these choices, uh, like, help take right. care of them before. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I appreciate right. you, Brandy. Thank you so much. And, and what a unique <laughs> job. Thank you. <laughs> We should maybe have like have day. maybe we should start plot parties so we get we get them pre need so that we get them at, at a better price than when we actually die. That would be for the person that's selling. That would be very lucrative. For <laughs> yes. They would love you, <laughs> right? Well, thank you for chiming but in this morning. Everyone else having to think about death—that's a death party. That's crazy. <laughs> I know, that right? Funny. Thank you. Thank you again. All right, we're gonna have Kate at right. plot parties. I'm not right. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Obi and Ashley in the morning on K eighty two three. It's time, time for the O Town Showdown, powered by Appliance Stockade in Merritt Island. All right, good morning, good morning, everybody, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so we're to understand we've got Gary and Gabrielle. You guys are together. Yeah. Nice. What is that? Your daughter in the car? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> okay, good. Going up against Joni of Coco. Good morning. Good morning. All right, neighbors. So this is the way the game is played. We've got my beautiful co-host here, Ashley. Hey. Uh, she's got three questions for you. And the questions aren't that hard because it's not who's the smartest. Nope. It's who's the quickest. Yay. Using their sound, having the right answer, that's how you win the showdown, right? Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Joni, let's get your sound today. When you think you're right, what's the sound that you're going to make? Peds. What is it? Peds. Like pediatrics. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Oh. Peds. And then we've got uh, Gary. What's going to be your sound? Boo. 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 <laughs> Easy enough. All right. We're ready for the O Town Showdown. Question number one. Something we've been talking about on the show. Oh, let's see. The past two years. What finally is finished at Obi's house? Beads. What you got, Joni? His pool. Yay. <laughs> Started in 2019. Now it's done. <laughs> All right, that's one for Coco, which means Gary and Gabrielle. You guys need one to stay in the game. All right, question number two. How many points is a touchdown worth? Ooh, ooh. Oh, what you got, Gary? Six. 
Yeah. Yay. <laughs> nice work. All right, so we've got one for Gabrielle and Gary. And then we've got one for Joni. One question left. Question number three for the win. This candy bar is also named after a famous baseball player. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, Gary. Baby Ruth. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Gary, that makes you the winner of the O-Town Showdown. Congratulations. Is Gabrielle in there too? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Gabrielle. So how great. Maybe maybe you can do a dad and daughter breakfast here within the next few weeks because you're getting $50 to Metro Diner with National Hot Breakfast Month all February. That's great. Nice work. Metro. Now, Joni, do you work in pediatrics? I do. Girl, come on in here for this air hug <laughs> with all in. that good that you're doing for those kids out there. Come here. Oh, yeah. Joni, thank you for your attention to detail with all those kids. And uh, guys, thank you for participating in another edition of the O'Town Showdown. K92.3. Do the right thing. Obi and Ashley in the morning. All right, so I met Jocelyn Hawkins out at the Osceola County Fair just a couple weekends ago. I was there for opening weekend, and she came up to me to tell me about Project Lifesaver, which is incredible, a free service out in Osceola County that helps find people to go missing. Good morning, Jocelyn. Okay, so, and just so you know, I am here with the sheriff as well, so Sheriff Lopez is on the line, too. Oh, thank you. Hey, I know the sheriff. Good deal. Surprise guest this morning. <laughs> she said that she was going to be on your show. I said, wait a minute, I want to be on. Why don't they call me and ask me to be on the show? We get a double whammy. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, um, Project Lifesaver is, I guess, a tracking program is the best way to put it for people with cognitive disorders. So like you said, autism with children, autism, Down syndrome with the elderly, like Alzheimer's, dementia. And then we put the bands on them. They wear it on a wrist or ankle. And they have a radio frequency assigned to them. So if they were to wander away from home, um, their loved ones call us, and then we come out and we find them. And usually it's within 30 minutes or less that we're able to track them. And it's absolutely free, 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 free. Oh, yeah. That's that's what uh, Jocelyn mentioned to me, too. Sheriff, if you don't mind, elaborate on that, because um, I do know other counties offer similar services, but it's not free. Well, everyone likes free. I love free, especially a service like this that helps bring our people with special needs, Alzheimer's and dementia home safely. We've seen in the past where some of them, they go straight to the water and drown and die. And we find them days later. So, you know, we have a great group of people. Jocelyn has spearheaded this and does a phenomenal job. Too, I had so many questions as far as how long this has been going on in Osceola County. How long has this program existed and how many people? Do you guys have like a number of how many that you actually have? You know, I hate to say the word saved because you never know, but really safe right we currently have 53 clients on the program um since april four of our clients have wandered um and we found all of them the longest took us about 26 minutes and then the other ones were just 10 minutes or less if i remember correctly wow it's definitely life-saving yep these are great also for the children Hell, I might even get one to uh, because sometimes I go to Ebor City and I get lost. Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) So we have 53 people banded right now. Our grant covers us till the end of the year up to 150, but then after that, through donations and the sheriff's office, it's going to be funded. So it should be. We don't have like a limit where we're going to stop it. Wow, that I you know I there's a portion of me that says I'm so glad that there's people like you that this is on your heart. 
because I, I I don't know about this stuff, you know? Like, when you say how many people have wandered, to me in my head, I think, oh, yeah, that's that's probably once every so often in, in some other state. You never think about it happening right here. And to be honest, you never think about it happening with your own family. Obi, I heard your wife wants us to put one on you. <laughs> it is true. And, and, and not only that, at this point, shoot, I want to put one on... My laptop, I want to put one around my phone. <laughs> yeah, forget the kids. I mean, they're fine. <laughs> yeah. What can we do to alert the public even more? So this way, uh, you know, if, if this is something that my grandfather, you know, would need or something that my son, I would require from my son who has special needs. How, how do I directly get a hold of you right now that I've heard this interview and I'm excited about it? What, what's the next step? So you can always go onto our website, which is osceolasheriff.org. And the information is there under Project Lifesaver. Um, they can, the, my emails, if they email me or they can call me directly if they want. It's uh, 407 785 0270. I think you guys are amazing. Sheriff, I, you know that I have a special place for you in my heart. <laughs> and uh, anything that anything that you guys need from us, please. This is awesome. Project Lifesaver. I'm glad that we're able to, to put a, a high beam focus on this today. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, every time we get people to help support the good programs we do is awesome. We appreciate the partnership. Absolutely. And thank you again, Jocelyn and Sheriff, Osceola County Project Lifesaver. That's doing the right thing. Toby and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Del Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. Kelsey Ballerini, Kenny Chesney, that's K92.3 Music. All right, so I'm losing my partner here. Ashley's out. She's gone. That's it. Say goodbye. That sounds really bad. Uh, just for three days, though. Yeah. Uh, so today, you're going to be boarding a flight to go to CRS, so Country Radio Seminar. That's what it's called. Uh, for those of you who, uh, you've, you've heard us talk about this in the past, but you may be part of an industry that you have uh, seminars, that you have conferences, and this is what Country Radio is doing this weekend. Yeah, it's in Nashville, and... Uh it's really an awesome event. To be honest, you learn a lot. There's a lot of sessions on the breakdown of the industry and and not just like radio, this radio that we work on, but with the record labels, with the artists, with different things of how to make your events better, how to make, you know, your personalities better on your radio station. So it's a lot of the programmers and a lot of people in management in radio that come and I was trying to compare it so i was following one of my girlfriends had her work conference over the weekend and it was for she works for a big like skincare type of line okay and so okay. you know you put yourself in that situation they're pushing the biggest products they the want to push lotions, that year the best uh procedures yeah. sure so sure. that's a comparison you know as far as when it go when you're going to nashville the record labels they want to they want to tell you the biggest artists that they're going to launch this year and what their songs and their singles are going to be to radio and what their focuses are going to be on and then radio has the opportunity to kind of say, hey, well, these are our, you know, our big goals, too. How can you help us? Yeah. We work hand in hand. Um, so it's a lot. I mean, I showed Obi this whole itinerary. There's probably 30 events on it right now between Wednesday and Friday that I have on the schedule. And some of them, some of them go from like two to four and then the next one starts at four and you're there to the next one from four to six and then that it one really ends is six. crazy it, it's crazy but i i one thing that i do like is that uh this affords you an opportunity to meet up again with those of us who do what we do but in other cities oh for sure 
You mean so, like the personalities or personalities, programmers? I mean, you know, so you so you may talk to uh, somebody who programs a station in Texas. And oh yeah, things may be so different in Texas. Oh yeah, than they are here in Florida. Oh yeah, that's like the coolest part because you know you think about your job if you have any conferences and talk to people from other cities and states and you're like, oh, what's it like there in your market? And it's totally different. I mean. I could go down the rabbit hole and people were asking me about it on the K92.3 Facebook page because I did post something about CRS and people have really great questions like you listening right now you might have questions about the behind the scenes stuff I was getting questions about how we pick the songs uh, you know what the work schedule's like as far as do I leave the morning show right at 10am every day and I was like no sometimes I have meetings till 4pm sometimes sometimes I am done at 11 or 12 Yeah. but the, the behind the scenes of it all with CRS and this event You'll see, like, all the cool stuff you'll see on social media. I'll post to the K92.3 Instagram because there will be tons of artists. And this is what I'll say if you've never been to Nashville and you're like, ooh, I want to make a trip, go during this week next year because all the artists are there. Blake Shelton speaking at one of our sessions. I mean, you have the biggest It's the, the Super big. Bowl for country music. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and you are right. Even if you're a tourist... Going out, say, tonight, tomorrow night, you're going to bump into somebody. Yeah, somebody told me they actually, people do hang out in the parking lots of the hotel <laughs> oh, man. that we're at because they know artists are going to be walking out of something that they've got going on. And, I mean, you think about it, all the record labels are based there in Nashville. So, if they ask their artists to come in, hey, we got to, every, every artist knows what CRS is and what it means because radio's important to the country artists. So, you board a flight at what time? Six something tonight, but I'm looking at the weather. It's looking a little sketch, and I'm like, oh no, not flight delays again. Okay, well, I, 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 I'm sorry about the flight delays if they are to happen, Hopefully but if they're not. not, man, I'm so excited for what Ashley's going to bring us back. There's been a lot of behind the scenes where you get to spend time with Luke Bryan, uh, some of these other really big artists that just uh, on a non TV level, meaning that they're so real, you know, there's, it's so relaxed. Yeah. Oh, they're completely in their element because they're home too. A lot of them, you know, they're on the roads, they're back to traveling and their tours. And what's today? Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. can't keep it straight, but they're about to hit the road again for the weekend. So sometimes as soon as they come off these sessions on say Thursday, they're getting on their bus to travel across the country for their next show. So it's really just something that squeezes in and you never know what you're going to see. at CRS. So I'll post lots of stuff. K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. Well, the story that you certainly can't miss, whether you got on social media yesterday afternoon or you turn on, you know, an entertainment show like Entertainment Tonight on TV, you see the Sam Hunt news about his wife, uh, soon to be, I'm sure, ex-wife, Hannah Lee Fowler, filing for divorce after five years of marriage. And yes, this is the same wife we've talked about for years that he fought so hard to get uh she was like the one that got away for the longest time and uh remember okay sam hunt comes on the scene say what is this at least eight probably five eight years ago at this point for sure if they've been married five years i'd say it was eight when his yeah. career blew up great songs i mean as far as left and right his price point went up to having to get, get he this was guy high booked. in demand very high in demand then he got her back they get married he kind of went completely under the radar. It's almost like he was on fire and the minute they got together, she put a wet blanket on his fire and said, all right, now we're going to do things this way. Well, and it's been very known that, you know, even when they were getting married, we talked about this, that she does not like the public eye. She doesn't want, she didn't want anything to do with even being on photo in photos or on camera at the award shows with him. Well, I want to make sure that we don't paint her out to be a, a you know, a, a curmudgeon or anything no. like that, but she's, just, you know, the limelight isn't for everybody. And she's one that she loves to be involved in the community as a nurse, uh, 
missions trips. Yep. So yes. So here's the thing: is she filed these legal documents citing that Sam Hunt is guilty of inappropriate marital conduct and guilty of adultery. And then yeah, so we're all we're all like, what the heck? Man, you fought for her after all those years, and then you go and screw it up, which we, none of us know exactly what happened, of course. Sure, sure. But here's the other kicker. She's six months pregnant, and this nobody knew. Nobody knew. They kept it under wraps again. Very private. He became very private once they got married, especially on social media compared to what he was. Um, and they were planning on babies. So, of course, there's rumors of what, you know, and speculation of what may have caused this. But here's the crazy thing. We had an interview with him for the CMA Awards just this past November. Now, remember, she's only six months pregnant right now, today. So she was about three months pregnant already. And he knew when Melissa, our midday's host, asked him this question. Do you guys have baby names picked out already? Yeah, we're, we're, lo- we're looking forward to our, our first child coming at some point, um, hopefully sooner than later. And we've talked about names. That's actually, a, I wouldn't say a point of contention, but... Uh, secretly, I don't like any of the names that she's brought up so far, and I'm usually um, easy going with that kind of stuff. But I think names are important. All right, man. Well, now he's got a baby on the way. Couldn't keep it in his pants. Uh, divorce uh, on his lap. I mean, yeah. wow. Yeah, sure. A lot of other things on his lap. But um, <laughs> the other thing with with what she filed for is too is what she's wanting as far as is the baby is the custody, uh, alimony, primary custody custody of the child, and they're awarded. Now, I'm sure a lawyer could probably call and tell us what this means. Awarded their respective separate property. So I don't know if that means they have multiple properties and, wow. and as far as splitting it up or what it means. But, you know, again, well, very hopefully, specific. Hopefully it doesn't get ugly. If he's the one who committed the wrong, hopefully it doesn't get ugly. Mm-hmm. And so public, right? Yeah. So public. It's hard to avoid. Now, moving on here to uh, 1883, the Yellowstone prequel, because now they've got another one coming, 1932. And those of you that haven't watched it at all, you're probably like, what the heck? What's going on with all these years? Um, But Faith Hill and Tim McGraw, this is the one they have been starring in, 1883, as the main characters. And their daughter on the show, uh, she's an actress named Isabel May. And she went so far into character that she will not listen to any of Tim McGraw and Faith Hill's songs together because she wants to think of them as her parents in that era. I was serenaded by Faith while we were shooting in between takes. That's why I refused to sing in her presence because my gosh, what a what a talent. But no, I will not listen to her music. How funny, you know, she's also the type of actress that she's so deep in the role that she's going her own armpit hair. Yes! Uh, yeah. Dude, and it's legit. I, this was on, I think it was Entertainment Tonight last night. And the armpit hair is not, it's not even like, oh, it's a little like one week's worth of stubble. It is full on grown armpit hair. Well, 1883, they weren't shaving back then. <laughs> exactly. Um, but anyways, I thought that was cool to hear how, how in character she got. And don't forget, nine o'clock this morning, we're still hooking you up with those Lady A tickets to see them at the Strawberry Festival. K92.3. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update. Brought to you by attorney Dan Newland. In a wreck, need a check, Google Dan Newland. Kevin from St. Cloud been sharing with us his date story. In your original email to us, you had mentioned something like you haven't really dated in a while. Now, what kept you from dating again? Well, I'd been I'd been with somebody for about three years, and so I took some time off. So okay. I haven't really dated. It's been three and a half years since I went on a date. Oh, wow. You know, for the okay. first time. I don't really know why she's, she's not really calling me back. Mom. All right. Well, thank you for giving us her, her uh, number. We'll go ahead and we'll try to call her right now. All right, thanks. Kevin, do you know if she's at work right now, as we call her? Uh, no, I didn't know she was at work. 
Okay. Okay. Hello? Yes, looking for Amy, please. Uh, Yeah, this is G. Can I ask who's calling? I'm right. So, Amy, you've got two of us on the line. I'm just going to let you know right now. There's Obi and Ashley. We do a morning radio show for the big station here in town, K92.3. Good morning, Amy. Hi. Okay. Um... <laughs> okay, so, so the reason why we're calling you is because you went on a date with somebody that we'd love to pay for you to go back out on another date. Um... Okay, I don't know. Um, you don't know who we're calling about? Are you familiar with Kevin? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I know Kevin. <laughs> okay, basically, Amy, we're just trying to figure out, one, can we get you guys back out on another date, or is there specifically a reason you're not getting back to Kevin? Um. Wait, wait, so this is like, is this on the radio right now? Like what? So Amy, the purpose, the purpose of this call, I, I I get if you're hesitant, but the purpose of this call is for us to get you guys back together again. I mean, he was he's okay. We had like a okay dinner and like I don't know, I just found out stuff later that I just wasn't into. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, he is like a professional gamer, which he told me on the date, which is cool. Like I don't care about that. Okay, and to clarify, um, are we talking video games? Yeah, like yeah, like video games, like streaming games or whatever, oh, like people do. Okay. Yeah, uh, I like looked him up after the day and like saw his videos. I didn't like it. I didn't like his vibe, and I didn't like the way he talks during them and stuff. Like it was just weird. I don't know. Oh okay, boy. Got- okay, so hold on, hold on. Give me some details, just because my son's all into this. Um. So I don't know. It's like his persona. Like I don't know. It's like totally different on there, and like. The language he was using, like, I know there's a lot of kids that, like, watch. I don't know. It kind of made me uncomfortable. Exactly. What kind of language are we talking here? I mean, he's obviously, like, would be playing, like, younger, like, not adults. And he's just, like, okay, verge, like, like, he's calling people, like, a verge. And he's, like, what is a verge? Oh, whatever. A virgin? I guess, like, a, yeah, I guess. He's calling, like, <laughs> kids douchebaggers. Calling you like a knob jockey, like he's making up all what? these like ridiculous like phrases. Wait, I don't even know if these are like, radio safe words. I have to look a these knob up. jockey. Yeah. <laughs> I just found him kind of like immature, and I don't know. It just like the idea of like showing those to like my family or friends and explaining this is who I'm dating was just like I don't know. <laughs> I okay, so so why don't we do this? Because I do want Kevin to, to get a chance to be able to talk to you. And he is on the line. And now all of us can talk about this. Hi, Amy. Amy, oh, listen. Hot. Listen. Ugh. Listen. I think you misunderstand. I really think you... I don't think you get what I do. So I, just... I, I, I realize from somebody who's not in it, from the outside looking in, this might be a little rough. I, I think you think I'm a raunchy and maybe a little harsh. Okay, but that's what people want to see. Oh yeah, totally, totally immature. That's the whole point. That's I'm I'm a big kid playing with little kids. Okay, you know what I mean. I beat them and I and I degrade them. That's part yeah, of the whole thing. Yeah, they're be doing cool. that to kids. They're like and like trying to like diss their mothers and stuff like that. Like it's so oh, come on. I don't no. know, ridiculous. Like it's not. You could definitely game okay. without like being super immature and weird. Like. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? They, the stuff that they come back with is is amazing. Some of these some of these things have become really popular. 
I didn't even invent. I just got them from some of the little piss wizards that I was playing against. Oh, my. What? What'd you oh call them? Oh, my gosh. What are talking about? Yeah, that's the first time I ever heard piss wizard. Like, listen, Amy, if it wasn't fun and if it wasn't interesting, people wouldn't watch it. I am very successful at what I do because okay. I make it interesting and fun for people to watch. Okay, hey, so wait and a minute. So, you're, so, Kevin, hold on. You're cussing at these kids? No, no, wait. No, you're misunderstanding. I mean, these kids are cussing at me, but I, what I do is I deflect it by saying things that really don't make any sense, you know, like piss wizard or knob jockey or, you know, I don't get overly personal with them. I use something that's funny. I mean, you know, I don't know if you looked up one of those words on online, but one of them is pretty bad. And I think that what she's saying is she's just not interested in anybody who engages in this type of behavior. I think that's just where we're at here with Amy, right? She she just totally stopped responding to me at all. Amy, I'm a big boy. I can I can take it. First of all, like, I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you any explanation whatsoever. Like, I mean, it's true. You know, whatever. It's my life. If I don't feel comfortable, if I don't like the way you do something, like, I don't owe you an explanation. I can stop talking to whoever I want. Sure. (laughs) And you know what? Why why don't we just leave it there? No second date. We're at least glad we got you guys talking. Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update. Did you miss it? Catch the latest drama on the K-82-3 app.